and welcome to Kardashian at the podcast about all things Kardashian. I'm Jessica Jardin. And I'm Marcy Jaro. Hi, Jess. Hi, my friend. Happy uh, end of a holiday weekend. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I thought you were going to say birthday, I but know, never mind. I tricked you. I tricked you. It's really, it was a trick. What a, ouch. Ouch. Um, no one else is going to say it in my house. It's a bunch of fucking cats here. You better believe I already planned to uh, take a moment and tell our listeners that on monday so after uh you all will be listening no sorry we come out on mondays uh that it's our queen marcy's birthday it's my birthday so wish her happy birthday um i'm so happy you were born my friend i'm very grateful that's Uh, so nice of you oh my god if think how much more boring um and less kardashian filled my life would be without you (laughs) <laughs> I, what would you be doing right now? I'm probably just I guess you'd be s- watching Real Housewives of Potomac. <laughs> <laughs> Staring at a wall, being sad, having nobody to text my thoughts about 90 Day Fiance to ever. Maybe, maybe you'd be like Kourtney Kardashian and waiting for the finale of The Undoing tonight. They're getting like something's going on because then Kylie did a like girls watching the finale i'm hosting an undoing finale at my house and i was like what's happening i mean also i will it's say it's also just popular i know that right now we are in an, um, a time of television that matters so much like uh, my friends our friends uh had the happiest season premiere yeah. hulu's uh, a feature film about a lesbian Christmas. And it was very, very discussed online. Oh my and, God. It really hit. It, and, it was, it's the, it was like full zeitgeist so fast. And for exciting. like a, a warm, fuzzy, like holiday movie that normally would not get that kind of attention. It's Mm-mm. because we're here, we're watching, we're streaming. And like it, things are taking off in a way that yes, like that maybe they would not have otherwise they oh might have gotten gosh. lost in the shuffle but people are into it's their- there's so little distraction and then everyone's social media usage is up and so if it's like if anyone is talking about something they like or they watch you see it so much faster and there's nothing to do and you watch it then so much faster and like the whole cycle is like condensed you can feel but did you see courtney's though who killed whatever her name is elena i forget the whole name um did you see that post? It's like mm-hmm. her very, very sexy in this per this lavender satin bralette and pants. Like it's the most recent post that she has oh. on Instagram. Okay. And um and she's like, who I'm gonna have to look it up because I'm mad at myself for not knowing that character's name. Um, so it was, but you're right, it feels like something's going on. So she wrote she writes, Who killed Elena Alves? Which is the woman in the show. Who- oh, so that's an undoing post? Yes. Oh, and then, I didn't get that. I see. Okay. And then a bunch of actors from the show have been commenting on it. Like oh. Nicole Kidman was like, who do you think? You I, this di- so on just Jared had a thing that was like, um, what's his name? The main guy like re- put a flirty comment. Like he wrote, he responded, Edgar Ramirez. Is that his name? He's not the main guy he's a detective jared okay, i'm okay. not watching no no no. It. i'm saying jared jared also he gives a <laughs> winky face because he's the detective like who do you think kind of and that's I nicole see. kidman kind of posted the same thing as well okay okay well so they're and all I up think- in the mix on, on this hbo show 
Yeah, but I think definitely this has to be paid, right? Yes, yes. Because I think they only ever do that when... Well, that's not true. Remember when Kim, like, discovered uh, uh, Tiger King? <laughs> when they yes. discover shows, they genuinely do get excited. Yes. Um, like the rest of us. But, uh, but yeah, that, it makes me feel... When I saw Kylie's, I was like, whenever they're having, like girls viewing party in their like little theaters i'm always like hmm this smells like an ad i will say dorkily that this week i did watch the entire there's not that many episodes but i watch all the episodes to get caught up because my mom keeps being like so if you watch the undoing i'm like no i'm not watching the undoing but i was like she wants to tell me about it she's like oh i you know i think i know who killed i'm like okay she's gonna spoil it for me so i better (laughs) go ahead and watch it and the finale is tonight so we might find it out but it truly is just like a long form dick wolf you know oh interesting okay yeah i i really have no context other than like the pictures and the, and people talking about it but i've like not really gathered much of anything nicole kidman is wearing some beautiful outfits yeah i saw a thing on her beautiful coats yes my mom is very into the coats hugh grant has been giving press that is oh just great he sounds so annoyed that he's famous <laughs> So I love that. Ugh. Uh, um, so. Well, I will have to watch, I think. It, sound, it, it crossed over from something that no one was talking about to something everyone was talking about, which then means I have to watch it. That's how yeah. it works. I mean, we got nothing else to do. Um, <sighs> okay, so we're going light on uh, our chit-chat and yes. news this week because we have a special guest coming up, and Woo! that will be intro in a moment. But... Let us get to some of the news of the week. Happy Thanksgiving, Jessica. Yes. Oh, happy Thanksgiving. If it is what you celebrate. I know not everyone celebrates it. True, um, true, true. Yes. Happy uh, Indigenous Peoples Day, if if that is whatever it the may bigger be. Thing. I didn't do either this week. I don't know. I was really watching a bunch of Disney Plus. I watched uh, a lot of Disney movies. So <laughs> I think that sounds perfect. All I did was watch The Crown and How to with John Wilson. Oh, I watched don't that go too. together at all. <laughs> and I got to say, guys, Jess gave the recommendation last week. I was like, let me check it out. But I was like, this is slow. Oh, this is weird. Oh, oh, there's a penis. <laughs> and See, also, it's delightful. It's like a little uh, snowball of a... It, I it just, it really got me. I just think it's so delightful. I really but can't I, recommend it enough. I really did think, I was like, she really should have warned people there was going to be a penis. I don't want to ruin it. I think it's like a, but I, I I, you don't know when it's coming, but just know that if you were like, oh, this is a thing I can watch with my kids because it's pretty clean. I it's know. pretty clean. I guess you I can't. Just, I don't know. Unless your kids are cool with penises, and then I don't go know. for it. It's, it's just not, very benign and not sexual, and it's, it's not, just like anatomical. So to me, it was just like, yeah, okay, that's out. I mean, it's but, like when Goop showed me all those vaginas, where I was like, oh, okay, well, we're doing it. All right, let's <laughs> let's go. Let's do it. Let's I just look thought it, it was such a fun surprise. I didn't see it coming. I mean, I tickled well, me. Well, you know, there's. I don't think I ruined anything. <laughs> I'm not saying you did. I'm just saying my logic for not giving a heads up on it. And I think a warning is more than fair. <laughs> just, you know, it's not, not bad. It's just gonna it's get you. Um, okay. But speaking of penises and Thanksgiving, these dickheads were in Palm Springs. Did you yes, like that? That was, that a good was one. really good. Really off the cuff there, baby. It was good. Um, yes, of course there's I, look there's no point to shaming or having like a finger wag about it because no surprise um 
the Kardashians, it's funny, BuzzFeed, my my place of employment, BuzzFeed News has this article that is so angry. It, the headline says, the Kardashians flaunted their Thanksgiving on Instagram despite ignoring multiple official COVID-19 guidelines to celebrate, which I get. Um, uh, but yeah, they had Thanksgiving at Chris's uh, giant palace in Palm Springs, um, and yeah, they like all pretty much were there <laughs> and I don't I, know why anyone would be surprised. I, it's right to shame them, uh, for posting about it. We're not supposed to be doing large gatherings, but yeah, I also like, feel like they have all essentially been together for a long time now. Like, I, mean, I don't know. Sh- I'm not going to justify them. it, but it's like, I'm not surprised. Here's how headline. I feel about like, they're going against California codes or whatever. It's like, shame the governor for having nobu open yes but don't shame a family who lives on the same street for hanging out that's called a bubble and a lot of people have them i don't think that's i mean yes do they see other people but that's not that's because someone else let all this shit stay open yeah and i know a lot of people in my family who are still doing stuff because things are open and when things are open you're like great it must be okay so and then they're being in their own bubble so whatever i don't think it's that bad I think they yeah, just went to their I own think, home, you know. I think it's a little like, it's just, it's tricky. Cause they, yeah, essentially. It's the least bad thing they've done. Yeah. This I was going to say it's no private Island. Um, it's the family. They, yeah. F- to, to your point, they've already bought up all the property in hidden Hills and basically built this yeah. exact setup there. So it's just what they're doing in a different place and that is Palm as Springs. big as, as a, a private hotel anyways, you know, it's a drive away. You go to, you go there. It's not like traveling really. I know that yeah, people have been like very stupid strict about like you should not leave your house it's like you're not actually not leaving your house either so no, i mean i am not leaving my house but but they're definitely going to so i i personally and i'm the first to you've you know many times unraveled over their poor choices during the pandemic this didn't really grate on me um yeah so it looked like they posted a lot of stories it looked like for sure chris kendall kylie courtney chloe and all of the kids were there uh, and honestly, they were like having a lot of fun together. Like it just, it kind of looked fun and cute. Now this <laughs> TikTok, the TikTok that Kendall and Kylie posted. Yes. Actually, I was like, ooh, I'm upset because I think it's very cute what they yes. did. <laughs> so this is, well, cause I think it's a TikTok challenge. Uh, that's like, I am not clearly on TikTok and I, I think I'm becoming one of the, we're, we're like the, the few people alive that are not up on every TikTok challenge, but yeah, you, it's her and Kendall and it's, uh, them basically like copying to a lot of their stuff. Uh, and it's really, it's, it's funny. I it, gotta say, I'll, maybe I'll just see if I can grab it and post it. Cause it's just a cutie. I was like, I like this self-awareness when they're like, who's the, I can't even think of the things, but it's like well, rappers or like- ball players. And they're like, they, so they like go to the uh, TikTok is one of those things. Like if you haven't seen it, it sounds like the dumbest thing you could ever imagine. I know. I think like, summarizing them is like, it's the it's the hardest it's humiliating thing. It's, it's humiliating, humiliating. it's yeah, worse so- than commercial auditions it's bad <laughs> so some of these categories are dad's fave mom's fave uh yeah then there's one that was hoopers and or rappers kendall goes towards hoopers kylie towards rappers and they have their like hands over their eyes and their heads down <laughs> uh what were some of the other ones 
you know what we already said it's too humiliating i'll try to post it but it's yeah. cute it showed me you know what i liked about it to if not to like dissect it too much but like that i was like oh they're a little self-aware and they're not so like no oh this was the one this is uh, l did the job for us l.com so thank uh, you. i'll just thank you, I'll, it's a very <laughs> thank god um and when the label supermodel or Instagram model come up on the video, Kendall saunters over to supermodel. And when Kylie tries to follow her, Kendall pushes her back to the Instagram model side. That's funny. <laughs> cute. That's it's funny. Cute. Um, it was cute. They were having fun uh, in Palm Springs. And I, yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I'm not if mad. I could get people to, if I felt like I had a, a, a group of people that would, isolate and test yes to for me i would do it and we have friends that have did it this week too yeah i just i I, i'm just much less bothered by this i i think it's always nice to not have it thrown in your face when you are unable to do that and but it's like i of everything thanksgiving is the one i would be shocked to not see it's like the ones i don't need to see are the halloween party and the private yes. island i'm not that yes. bothered by them like wanting to spend thanksgiving uh now, with their actual I, family i wish i could have posted on thanksgiving day i tried to like recreate one thing of my family which is they we we do a turkey but the roast is the bigger deal oh, yes. i couldn't get the right cut whatever it, i didn't stuff it the way i was supposed to stuff it like a lot of failures but it didn't turn out terribly it just wasn't the home thing right well but and you then, probably don't make it that much right so this was I've like never a, tried yeah. it yeah never so tried a it big first time so i like you know, you're not supposed to refrigerate things until they reach room temperature, you know, okay. like you have to let things cool before yeah. it, size. it was like on the counter, tin foil over it. And then I don't know, maybe I, I didn't see my cats for approximately three minutes and I stand <laughs> no. up. These motherfuckers have torn into it. <laughs> Oh, and then the next day they you didn't love eat. a bad boy <laughs> well, i got a bad uh, mommy bad and girl yeah bad girls bad boy only honey the one who's actually kind of feral is the only one who wasn't up there and it's probably because she's too small to jump she's really little yeah but these motherfuckers ate that roast i was like will i get a disease i don't even know i just cut it off and then was like whatever but the next day guess who was not hungry they were they didn't feel good because you can't eat a bunch of pork you dumb dumbs anyway <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, it was, and that just, was my Thanksgiving. I, I mean, it was just a weird Thanksgiving. It was like, yeah, we we got ours to go. I'll just say briefly from I already told you this from Whole Foods. And it was like listed on the site, like roast turkey holiday dinner to go. And we like it was a whole thing and you wait in a big, long line. And it was like so stressful, like the organization of picking it up. And they hand us like all of this food and it's freezing cold. And we were like sorry we got like the hot thanksgiving dinner and they were like They're like no yeah, such thing <laughs> no the turkey's cooked it's like a shrimp shrink shrimp shrink wrap turkey uh, and they're like it's cooked it's already cooked you just have to heat it up but it takes but that's like hours. two hours at, like, yeah. at least and it was just basically all like deli sides and i was like oh this is why this was so affordable <laughs> i was like of course it's like if you're walking in and getting like a war like a hot roasted turkey dinner like it should have obviously i was like i can't believe it's not more expensive and then i was like yeah it's because it's cold and you have to figure out how to heat it up during quarantine and you can't go in your parents house um <laughs> when we but we did but 
uh, it was just such a weird one. It was a weird one. Uh, yeah. And yeah, and we like, uh, I mean, double testing, full quarantine before seeing them and still being like so, 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 so far apart. Uh, and I still was like, I still felt like a wave of relief when we finally like left, you know, yeah. where you're just like, oh, thank God I'm not going to kill my family. Yeah. Um, so frankly, I, like, yeah, Chris, Jenner and all of them, whatever. Do whatever. Do, do your thing. Also, <laughs> if you kill all the people, Calabasas, like that's on you, bro. <laughs> I like my anger has just waned. I was so angry. And now I'm like, yeah, well, I, the thing is, like, when you see everyone doing the same thing, you have to understand that the problem is not the people. The problem is the people giving them the messaging. Yes. And like, that's just all there is to it. And like, there's nothing we can do at this point, except for the people who have really sacrificed for the past nine months, continue to sacrifice Yeah, and hope that it makes any amount of difference for our our immediate community. Yeah. It's just going to be, it, it, and it'll go down in history as like a, just a massive failure of I mean, public it's health. Truly wild that people in 1912 were smarter than modern day Americans. <laughs> it's, it checks out <laughs> that they were like more savvy and sophisticated. <laughs> so that was Thanksgiving. Um, so this was just the last news story again, light news week. Um, and this was a story actually from last week. Uh, I thought was interesting, which is that uh, Kanye is being sued along with Live Nation for it's it's not a giant lawsuit. It's a million dollar lawsuit for failing to pay owed wages to employees of the Sunday service choir. So that doesn't necessarily mean the singers like I read that and was like his choir is suing him. What it is specifically is that last fall, for anyone who remembers, um, in November 2019, so a year ago, he Kanye put up a his first opera called Nebuchadnezzar, spelled yes. spelled like differently than the regular Nebuchadnezzar, um, a name which derived we all from know the, how to spell. Yeah, which I can <laughs> spell off the top of my head, but nobody is, needs to hear it. Um, and it was at the Hollywood Bowl, produced by Live Nation, and. Uh, I remember this happening and people, the, the reviews of it um, were largely that it was a hot mess and that it felt like really ramshackle and was like pulled together. I think it started late. It had like all kinds of issues and uh, it was, which were of course rooted back to Kanye's quote perfectionism. So uh, according to this article, it says the alterations requested by Kanye took a lot of time to incorporate into the performance, which resulted in massive overtime. And over a dozen of the employees reported they never got paid for their services. Mm -hmm. Um, And so what that more what that's more specific to is that it says like hair, makeup, background actors, like the more of the production, um, I think, as well as the like set uh, builders. Like, so it's not necessarily yet that like his singers, I read that and was like, oh my God, his choir is suing him. Um, That's been a long time though. Yes, exactly. So, but it was for not paid at all but not paid for overtime correct yes so they're they're claiming that they're unpaid wages continuing wages damages civil penalties penalties um attorney's fees and costs uh that one hair assistant came forward to say she has yet to receive 
It's a shame because I, I'm sure a lot of those people work in unions, but I do not believe that was a union event. Uh, uh, no, because I'm sure we would hear and I'm sure that that would have been. Yeah, I'm, it's sounding very non-union. <laughs> and the problem with things like this um, is that like Kanye is the person being sued when it's like probably it's actually like whoever produced it is like Kanye is not like looking at pay stubs. That's no. not his job. He's not getting your hours. Yeah, He's not an accountant. Like that's someone else's job, but he is going to be like, sure, pay a million dollars. I don't really care. I Whatever. mean, a, mil- a million dollars to Kim and Kanye is positively meaningless. <laughs> but it is stupid though. It is a very stupid thing because that did not make him any money and it's no. not good business. It didn't get him great press. It didn't seem like a very, uh, 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 you know, sparkling creative endeavor so it just like no. well that was a flopper that was no. a little bit of flipper flopper it did feel like it was just sort of like a flight of fancy that a guy like him gets to have you know yeah. like just like i want to put in an opera and live nation and the hollywood bowl are like okay <laughs> and then it's bad and everybody's like okay well we did it <laughs> yeah i think operas are maybe not um so off the cuff maybe <laughs> Um, and with that, uh, that's that's it for news. And now um, we're going to take we're a break. Do something we normally don't do, which is uh, have a special guest on yes! for you guys. Oh my gosh, I'm very excited about this. Jessica, I am very excited for our guest. We don't ever have guests. I know uh, this is huge, and this is just like us, like a a special appearance to tell us a story <gasps> that. I can't believe we haven't, I haven't had told to me yet, but it's because we've been waiting for this moment mm. when he could come on the podcast and tell all of us oh the story. God. Cause I think people will enjoy it. Um, I'm so this is one of my, one of my, uh, I was going to say nearest and dearest. I don't know if that's accurate, but we're, <laughs> we're buddies. One of my buddies, <laughs> one of my oldest, bestest friends, love him to death. Um, uh, not 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 untrue uh you have seen this guy he's a fucking powerhouse talent uh quadruple threat he is you've seen him on true blood you've seen him on crazy ex-girlfriend and he has a podcast called bigfoot collectors club it's michael mcmillan wow what i mean i'm flattered she's there Louise. you go i there mean what's quadruple you can sing, dance, act, and podcast. Oof, I might ne- I might lower that to a triple because if you talk to Cat Burns, choreographer, I can move. <laughs> you can there, move. Your- <laughs> there's famously a shot of one of our big dance numbers where we had to do bell kicks and then like a hop and a spin around and a land. And then I had to like twirl Esther Pavitsky over my back. This is all in Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. And boy, oh boy. Oh. I was the the three other guys were like trained, brilliant dancers in the cast, like had danced and one was like one of Kat's amazing dancers. And in the episode, you just see as we come out, they just slowly pan away from me and just shoot <laughs> the three guys and then back to me after I've landed. And I was like, I can't argue with this. It was but too and those guys podcast. There you go. <laughs> That's true. There you go. Um, Well, I'm happy to be here. I have to say that I'm a fan of the show. I've never seen an episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. 
But because Marcy's one of my nearest and dearest, I support- <laughs> Oldest and bestest. <laughs> Oldest and bestest. Uh, I, I listen to the show uh, and I, I'm very happy to be here. Jess, it's nice to talk to you. I think the first time we met was coming and going for yes. Marcy's other, and, uh, other podcast, A Funny Feeling. And mm-hmm. then- you got to sit there while I took 20 minutes backing out of Marcy's driveway. <laughs> I mean, look, that I, I've i done the very same many a time. That wow. driveway is scary. It's you a make hard driveway. Zoom. I'm like, I, I light a cigarette, put on my sunglasses, and just rip it in reverse. I, I made one really mistake, and I could not get an angle out of that thing. And the whole time, I was just thinking about how the two of you were watching me do this. <laughs> And I was so no, I, I I completely empathize. That driveway is a lot. Um, no, I'm so happy to to have you on. I always take it as a huge compliment when people listen to the podcast and don't follow the show. Uh, we get messages like that sometimes, and I think that is exciting. It's just <laughs> nice to listen to two friends talk about something they're passionate about. <laughs> Speaking and, of, and I don't have to watch because you guys fill me in on all the news. That's we what really, we're here for. We do nitty gritty. We're doing the uh, Lord's recaps. work. Yeah. So. Speaking of passion, just give our audience uh, an overview of your podcast, which is so fun. Mm. I've been a guest on multiple times. Ah. (laughs) I would say you're a staple of the show, and we have to get you back soon for a Listener Files episode because you've been gone a little too long for my taste. Mm. (laughs) Um, Mine too. uh, uh, I I, I co-host a show called Bigfoot Collectors Club with uh, Bryce Johnson, who's a fellow actor that I've worked with on a couple like jobs over the years randomly and then um our producer on mic producer riley bray who's from the rock and roll world um and it's if if you know marcy and betsy's show a funny feeling it's similar to that we kind of came out around the same time we talked to actors writers um comedians whatever what have you about their personal paranormal history and then we share stories of high strangeness we tend i think compared to a funny feeling we tend to broaden you know from the name we we get a little bit more into cryptids and ufos and Mm. actually spend less time on ghosts than you guys do even though you guys go in you go into that stuff but i I would say you're more of a studied podcast than we are (laughs) i don't know we talk about like diarrhea way more than you guys do and, <laughs> <laughs> and you guys have like read a book and it's crazy to me <laughs> well we only call i know it's we always make fun of ourselves because we consider we call it a comedy podcast because there's no paranormal category for mm. podcasts on any of the big platforms which is insane yeah and so i i carry a little bit of a shame around because i mean i think it is funny but we're we're, is we're, funny. we're way we're very sincere about the topic <laughs> like we're way it's way more earnest than like you're straight it's not ironic it's barely ironic don't at all. worry ours isn't either we've uh, and we've cried on ours uh oh definitely at least a, a solid number of times like once it was like only crying though <laughs> yeah we've like fully fully unhinged on ours before so it's it's about as like earnest about truly the stupidest people on planet earth so don't you guys, worry you guys should have a patreon called only cry where <laughs> it's like only fans but it's the episodes where you only cry in the episode oh, God. people pay five dollars a month <laughs> that's so a genius easy. idea it's so easy for me okay so let's get down to business because i was 
you have teased a story. I want to say it's almost been like three years now, huh? It's been a couple. It's been a couple. It's been, been a at few least years. one. <laughs> I'll say no, it's two. been more than okay, one. Right. Didn't we go on a trip last year this time? Uh, yeah, it's been over a year since you and I did fan exit Salt Lake City. Yeah. And I think I, I mean, was... We're, we're road dogs. We're road we dogs. We are near and dear. Lena, <laughs> we've packed suitcases around one another. <laughs> I've seen this guy get neurotic at an airport. <laughs> um, but you have a story about our actual yes. dearest person. Yes. Kimberly Kardashian. Yes. Yes. First of all, I want to say Kim and I share a birthday. <gasps> We're both October 21st. Well, I was going to say that makes me legal. Yeah. God, I I really celebrated her birthday more than yours, and I apologize. <laughs> I did see you post. I think. Well, actually, you were pissed about her birthday. I think. Yeah. Yes. And but you did not wish me a happy birthday. But that's fine because when you're when you're in a pandemic and you don't have a party, you're not throwing a party we or anything. Nobody knows. Nobody. You're like, oh, people know people invite them to shit. Speaking of, you guys have both had birthday parties at the same place that I and I went to both your parties. Oh, at uh, at uh, oh Lona, Lona, Lona. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, Lona. Yeah. Jesus, I loved it. I love that place. I know, so me too. It's the best happy, place to go in the happy whole world. Happy belated, happy belated. That's fine. I don't care. I don't care. I'm, not, I, I'm two years older than Kim, so we didn't. We weren't actually born on the same day, but. I do. I, I. This is the only podcast where I could kind of have that bragging right that she and I share the same birthday. Now, I'm also just going to take this opportunity because it just fell in my lap. But tomorrow is Marky's birthday. Just well, why? See, when this comes out, I it'll be did today. not no. Oh, actually, I did know that because you share a birthday with my dad, and then I just forgot <gasps> tomorrow's the thirtieth. I might just yeah. like your daddy. I mean, right. your daddy the same. <laughs> no, you are not. <laughs> Okay, I mean, you're sorry. both ang- you're both angry people. I will say that. <laughs> that is similar. You're both mad a lot. You both get angry. You both have yelled in my face. So that's that. Maybe no. Oh shit! I just no. This isn't fair when we bring up. I I apologize about the airport <laughs> thing because I, I I know you're you're uh, you're talking about one of my few nights of drunkenness. So <laughs> all I, right, all right, back it up, back it right, up. All right, all right. <laughs> It was it was all in good fun. It was all yep. in good fun. It wasn't probably who knows. Yeah. <laughs> How many times have we all been drunk on that one corner in uh uh of Bronson, oh, yeah, Bronson and, and, and Franklin? And Franklin. Oh my god. Oh Too many god. times to count. I Yeah. I want to say ninety percent of the times I've ever screamed in someone's face has been there. <laughs> At that crosswalk. Yeah. It was no, right, in, split it right in front of the Oaks. Yeah. Let's split it 50-50 between that and McManus in New York. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So, Kim's birthday the 21st. Yes. My birthday is the 21st. That has nothing to do with the story. Okay, okay. <laughs> I just wanted to say, for for the fans out there listening, same birthday. All right. Yes. Uh, should I just get into the story? Do you want to hear? Tell yes, us. I set it all up. All right. First of all, I hope this is a good story. I think it is. I've teased it a lot, but um, okay. So let me just let me just I'll start. 
Um, this story takes place about seven or eight years ago now. It's pre-Kanye. Okay. I believe she was single at the time. Oh, maybe, no, don't get excited. <laughs> maybe, maybe there were rumors about her and Kanye dating. I don't, I, 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 I'm, I'm sorry as a person who doesn't follow him that much. I don't know. But, and it's murky. Um, That's all murky, too. Right, sure. And this, but I, it, this was, uh, True Blood was still on, and I was at the Golden Globes. I was at the HBO Golden Globes after party. Uh, I didn't actually go to the Golden Globes. I went to the after party of the Golden Globes, which is what most people who are affiliated with these shows that get nominated get to do. The or most exciting part. Yeah, That's the right? best part That's... anyway. I mean, I guess the best part would be winning a Golden Globe, but... Um, <laughs> That's a close second. Close second. <laughs> so uh, there was a run there when I... Be, having Being someone who works on a very popular show, I got to go to a lot of Golden Globes parties at the Beverly Hilton. And uh, my sister, who lives in Missouri, would often time, oddly, time her trips out to visit me to coincide with the weekend that the Golden Globes were happening. So, Hi, uh, Sarah. <laughs> she hello, listens, Sarah. So. She listens to the show. Uh, but she's come along to a few of these as, as my date. Oh, and um, it's really fun. I mean, honestly, I get very anxious leading up to these things because... I don't have a stylist. I don't have a, a you know, it's all, it's me having to figure this shit out on my own and how to look good. And I'm always anxious doing it. And then once I get there, I have a lot of fun. So we had been at the HBO after party. And then we tagged along with Alex Garsgard to the Vanity Fair party. Alex. Wow. <laughs> First name basis. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's my buddy, Alex. <laughs> And so, of course, I could I didn't have an invite to the Vanity Fair party, but Alex did. And he was like, come on, we're all going. So we we were leaving the HBO party. It's all in the same hotel, by the way. And all these parties are in different ballrooms in the Beverly Hilton. I don't know. I didn't uh, know it, that. It's all one big location. And you, it's wow. like walking into an... It's like you walk into the hotel, the the the... So I've been to, I've been, one year I went, sorry I'm digressing, but one year I went and I wasn't in the actual Golden Globes, but I was in the live dinner party that was watching it happen one room over, which okay. was very interesting. Wow, okay. Because there were a lot of famous people in that room that you would think would have been in the main room. That's like when you're a guest for one of the cast or writers for Saturday Night Live, you go into the smallest room in the world and you cram in with too many other like who's who's and then you like watch from a window or a TV. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I don't know this, but it sounds similar. So you have the main Golden Globes event happening in whatever their main room is. And then next to that, you have a like you're served dinner. It's like a wedding party. It's like being at a re wedding reception. You're served dinner, and they have screens set up so you can watch all this stuff live. And there, I mean, like Jason Bateman was in that room. I met him that night. I was like, well, this is impressive. Why isn't he in the big room? But he's in this room. Joel McHale was in that room. Those are two two men, two white men that I met that night. Very impressed. Very impressed. Very impressed. Um, and that I'm impressed night, they weren't in the main room. That's yes. good. And that was the night that I couldn't get. I couldn't even get my sister into that dinner party. So she hung out at my apartment, watched the Globes, and then 
met me at the Beverly Hilton, and I got her in for the after party. I mean, fun times. Who fun could times. Want more? Fun times for sisters coming into town. So, <laughs> I think this was the year after that. Anyway, so Skarsgård, my sister, and I go to the Vanity Fair party, and it's late. It's around midnight-ish, and they, you know these these award shows run late, but it's it's a little bit like clearing out a little bit. I will note, just as a sidebar, um, to the party, walking through the, the the lobby of the Beverly Hilton to the other party, I got dressed, like undressed by the eyes of Paris Hilton. <gasps> and it was one of the wildest experiences <laughs> oh, I have ever wow. had. Wow. And my sister saw it happen, so she can back me up on this. I'm not uh. just... I've never felt more like a target <laughs> and kind of proud. Yes. L like we were all walking up the stairs and then she glanced at me and she looked me up and down and I could see her literally take my suit off. Like she undid my, undid my tie, undid my jacket, unbuttoned my shirt. I was completely naked by the time she looked back up at my eyes. It was I the want this wildest. Wait, I have a question. Did you, did your impression of her or your feelings toward her, they're better now than they were before, right? A hundred percent. I think that's a Hollywood trick, actually. It works. I was. <laughs> you act like you really want to fuck someone, and then they're like, wow, I like them. <laughs> yes. I love the nice, right? Simple Life. I was a huge fan of The Simple Life. It wasn't the, I, I dug that show, but I was never like, oh, Paris Hilton does it for me. And this is kind of the theme of this whole story, I guess. But like, she, the way she looked at me, I was, if she had said, come over here, I would have absolutely gone yes. anywhere with her. And would have been covered in tiny dogs by the end of the night. Yeah, yeah, exa exactly. And, oh my God, that would actually be the best part of the whole night, probably. <laughs> Just give me all He's those a dog boy. Give me all the chihuahuas. Anyway, so we go into the Vanity Fair party, and it's a big sort of like the whole thing is laid out in a rectangle where you have to like walk around a. I think there was like food in the center of the rectangle, but all the booths. And drape. There were lots of curtains and drapes. They were all lined around this rectangle shape, and you couldn't really easily cross over the rectangle. Um, this is again not important for the story, but I'm just setting, trying to give everyone a, an image. And I like it was kind it. of emptying out, but I did notice right away Leonardo DiCaprio. Like mm. I was like, okay, well, Dica if DiCaprio's still here, yes. then, oh, yeah, we're in no rush. We're in no I rush mean, to get like anywhere. The uh, one of the, a crab fisherman, you know, he's got to scrape the bottom. <laughs> he sets a lot of lobster traps uh -huh. over the course uh -huh. of the night, and then he comes back to yes. all the traps to see what what is caught. He's got yeah, a nineteen-year-old woman yeah. has fallen into his traps. They're never, they're no, not most of the time. More than one of them are full, but you know, <laughs> he's never going at home without a lobster. No, yeah. so. Uh, I, Sarah and I are in, in, in here and, uh, walking with Alex and it's not, I would say we're in there for less than five minutes when we spot Kim Kardashian <clears throat> across the room. The <laughs> reason for this season, the queen. And I have to tell you, 
Now, I, I I knew who Kim was. I was aware of keeping up with the Kardashians. I've I've ta- I've I've heard stories of people who've worked with her before. Nothing bad, uh, you know. Mostly just like wow, she wears a lot of makeup kind of stuff. But like, not not n- n- never heard a bad word against her. And I I saw her from across the room, and uh, two things hit me. One, oh my god, she's the, she's so short. Was the first mm-hmm. thing I thought. And she's like five two, five three, like tiny, yeah. like tiny, curvy but tiny. And the second thought I had was, that is the most beautiful woman I have seen. Like, mm-hmm. just drop dead gorgeous. Yeah. And I had been surrounded by movie stars all night, and I turned to my sister because I think my sister saw her for you know she's like, oh my god, that's Kim. Because she watches, she or she did, I don't know if she still does, Keeping Up. And I turned to her and I said, that is by far the most beautiful woman we have seen tonight. And my sister said, absolutely. Mm. And at this time in my life, I, you know, I was like a young man in Hollywood. And sometimes when I would like meet a pretty woman, I would, I almost had like OCD. This is not a good thing. And I've since grown out of it where I'd be like. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I have to, I have to talk to them. I, I I have to, you know what I mean? When really I don't, I do not. It's not, no one's asked me to do this. So many bars in Hollywoods where I'd look across and be like, Oh my, and I'd be deep, deeply engaged with friends and then see like a pretty face across the room. And that's all I can think about. And then I, and then I start this, conversation in my mind where I'm where I'm like but if you don't say anything what if you're walking away uh, from the fate. one or whatever you know like I get fixated so <laughs> I I have to say something whether it goes I or would whether it goes north or south just mm. get it out of my system you know what I mean never <laughs> never disrespectful never non-consensual uh clumsy absolutely have I stepped on <laughs> Have I stepped on toes along the way unintentionally? A hundred percent. I am not. And you mean literally, a, not metaphorically. <laughs> uh, yes, literally stepped on toes. I am not a smooth, smooth pickup artist. I'm not even a pickup artist. We don't even like that term anymore. But I, I will I, say, I, if I, anyone I, has seen Michael in anything, he looks like a nice guy who's not nice. Like that's what your type is. Like you look so nice. There's no way you're going to be nice, but he actually is very nice. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. And that I've makes me feel, seen him, you know, I've seen him. Uh, we've had some, we've tied some on guys. He, he's nice all the time. Uh, that makes me feel better about when I did do true blood. Uh, some of the early comments on the episodes were that guy looks like a pedophile. Oh, no. And that was, that was really, no, really no. wonderful. Yeah. No, uh, no I'm no. not going to say no. If you want it, if you want that role, you can get that role. That's when I stopped reading comments. So. You also were so smooth and baby face back then. Oh my but, God. Like, just this, just such a baby. <laughs> yeah, I I really I realize now at 42 that I was about 
18 until the age 35. <laughs> and, then, and then I quickly caught up. I think that's um, common for men. I feel like that's how men age. Is it- I see pictures from six years ago and I look like I'm 12. And it's, it's <laughs> part of me is like, it's- what happened? And then a part of me is like, no, this is unnatural and this should never have occurred in the first place. <laughs> yeah, you look like the boy. Yes. That movie, The Boy, The oh, Little Doll. Yes. Oh. <laughs> when you I were you younger. Meant, I thought you meant boyhood. <laughs> what, what's The Boy? The Boy. You know that horror film where. I haven't seen it. There's a boy. Oh. I can't say anymore. I know the good <laughs> it's son. It's just there's a boy, you guys. <laughs> well, now I'm mad I didn't get to audition for The Boy. So well, it was an actual doll. It was a doll, so you couldn't. Yeah, cut I could have. I could. I got range. So <laughs> okay. We sorry. see. We see Kim. We see Kim. I'm like Sarah. That's the most beautiful woman. And I said, I think I even said we've seen tonight. And she's like, yes. <laughs> and I was like, I I have to talk to her. Like my thought was, I have to tell her how beautiful she is, which she no, might I not know. Love- See, I love this. I I really find this so charming. She has to know. Haven't I mean, talked to. I mean, chit chatted. Haven't hit on anyone all night. And again, maybe I've had a few by this point. But it, this was like. Well, and this, the Golden Globes are are like the booziest of all. They're of the, the fun ones. That's like the party one. So everybody's looser, right? Like yeah, everybody's this, the vibe having, is looser. Honestly, everyone is having a good time at these things. Yeah, a hundred percent. So my sister had her like shoulders up and her hands clapped together like she was about to receive a Christmas present. And she was like, she's like, my sister-in-law. She was like, yeah, she was like, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. So I was like, okay, come with me. And I remember like walking down that like little corner of the rectangle and she was in a corner booth surrounded by people i i honestly i do think that courtney and um chloe chloe were there chris might have even been there my sister my sister could probably clear this up for us but all i was i think i i think she's going to right now be telling us who was there she (laughs) likes to text as she listens to my (laughs) podcast in real time so maybe she'll do that in this episode but i I remember looking at like clocking oh they're they're all here but i was just like very zeroed in on kim and she's (laughs) sitting down she's chit-chatting but it's not a situation where like i'm in a I didn't feel like I was interrupting. You know what I mean? Yeah. I did. I did go. What the fuck are you going to say to her? <laughs> because, but I just compelled it. It's like the moment in no one, no one listening to this is a star Wars fan. But like when the, when the death star is pulling the millennium Falcon into the tractor beam, like I'm, I've lost control. We'll see how this goes. Wait, it's very funny. Earlier when you went to the bathroom, uh, Jess was like, what are all those figurines? I was like, probably Star Wars. He's a nerd. They can see my office. It's all Star Wars and Marvel Comics crap. So uh, Death Star, yes, go. so, So I'm approaching the most beautiful Death Star I've ever seen. And I walk up and Sarah is next to me, my sister. And I go, hi. And she looks up at me and just is immediately very present with me. Uh, I can tell by the look on her face. She's like, who's this guy? How is this going to go? But she was very like, yes. And I was like, 
hi, I'm Michael. And I think I even said something stupid like, I'm an actor on True Blood just to be like, yeah, I don't know. Just I to would. be like, that's why I'm here. Yeah. yeah, that's why I'm here. You know, I'm, you know, whatever. And I was like, this is my sister, Sarah. And she's like, hi. And she's like, oh, hi, nice to meet you. And I go, I have to say, uh, we walked in here and, you know, we've been seeing everybody here tonight. We're surrounded by movie stars. And you are hands down the most beautiful woman at this entire event. And I just had to tell that to you. And she gave me a huge smile and she goes, thank you so much. And I literally was, did not know what to say next. And she was <laughs> like, are you guys, she, I think she said, are you guys having a good night? Because that was the moment when the worst fucking smell I have ever, I'm going to say tasted, <laughs> wafted across my face. It was as if an old man had horrendous, bloody diarrhea. <laughs> In a fucking bucket in the middle of this conversation. And it just like a phantom in the night. I'm telling you, a rotted corpse was cut open somewhere. And a thousand, the smell of a thousand dead spiders covered in shit. It was the corpse flower bloomed. Yeah. And this stunned me so badly <laughs> that I couldn't, A, I couldn't answer her question. And I'm sorry for those of you who don't like fecal humor, but I'm telling you, there's only one time that I've smelled something this bad. And it was years ago when I was, I was, I was in the market for maybe a condo in North Hollywood and the relator who was showing, showing me around, she was this really fabulous, like 55, 60 year old lady. And at one point she excused herself and went into the nearest Michael. bathroom Michael, and then walked, <laughs> walked out and the like entire condo stank so hard, like so bad that we both knew and we both had to just, I think I quit. I, I still rent an apartment today because I gave up on my house search. After. It, I, will, I will never forget that smell. And this was worse. This was twice as bad. Worse than old lady bowels. <laughs> it was horrible. So my first thought was, uh, and then my second thought was, oh my God, she's going to think I just shit my pants. <laughs> like not even farted. This was way worse. This was like someone... Had shit their pants. And I was like, yeah, oh, hey, oh, uh, uh, and then quickly excused myself. No, and, and that makes it seem like you did. Oh, no. I just, listen, panic set in. So I, I was like, oh, so nice to be. Bye, bye. And then my sister and I, like, like I couldn't breathe. We were both. She, I was like, "Did you smell that?" She's like, "Yes, yes, I did." 
<laughs> and I don't even know where Skarsgård is at this point. He's off being a fucking star. <laughs> My sister and I sit down at a table directly down the long side of the triangle from there. She's like, okay, bye, bye. And I was like, bye, nice to meet you. Ah. <laughs> and I couldn't. I, we sat there for a half hour and and like drank, and I I could not like enjoy the rest of the party because I was like, oh no, she's gonna think I did that because I <laughs> ran away. Yes. <laughs> so we were like, I was like, my god, that just completely fucking uh, backfired. So I was like, uh, I gotta go back. I gotta <laughs> go back. <laughs> I was hoping, I was hoping and praying that this might happen. I said, don't get your hopes up. Maybe he'll need to clear this up. There was no way I could end it that way. So I'm sitting there, we're having a cocktail. And I I think even my sister was like, they talk about poop and diarrhea all the time on the show. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> and and have like, you guys located this? What? Where the scent came from yet? No. This is still a mystery scent. No, no. <laughs> but it was. It literally couldn't have happened at the worst place or worst time. Like it was like you're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. Thank you. Are you guys? fucking old lady shit smells. <laughs> so. I, I'm like, okay, I'm just trying to get up the nerve to go back and, apo- and be like that, you know. And then I see she's getting up and her security team is gathering everybody. They're on the move. And I'm like, fuck, I got to go now. And my sister's like, do it, do it, do it. Oh my God, she, she's such an important hero in this story. A hundred percent. I've never and, met Sarah in person, but I've, I know Michael and I've met her husband and everyone's like, yeah, she's, she's there for you. She sticks with you. She's supportive. Yeah. <laughs> she's loyal to a fault. Uh, also, I'm sure she's disagreeing with many points of this story, but sure. I think, I think, I think this is the version. So she's walking. Now she's got up and I'm, I'm, I'm looking at my feet. I'm getting up. I'm moving. I'm walking towards her. And I realize she's coming right at me. And I have just a moment as we're passing to say, Hey, I just wanted to let you know, I don't know what that smell was, but it was not me. said anything you could have said anything. i locked eyes she looked at me we made eye contact and i was like i'm gonna say this <laughs> and to her fucking credit the most beautiful woman i've ever seen throws her head back and cackles <laughs> puts her arm on my shoulder and goes oh my god I know I smelled it too and we think we know who it was and that was it and then she moved on she moved out of my life and she married Kanye and I I from that moment on I was like all right this woman is gonna make mistakes but as far as I'm concerned she can do no fucking wrong in my book. <laughs> oh, what a That's, queen. That is grace. And I don't think she gets enough credit for the amount of grace she has. Oh, God. She totally fucking got it. 
Like she got it. Like she, she got she, it as if I was talking. She knew I didn't shit myself. That lady knew it. No, but she got it as if like she was all. Of course, she was already on it. Like she She's, got it as if I did that with one of the two of you. You know what I mean? Like, yep. Well, was, and that's she's a she's a big investigator on the on the show. That's her like role always. She is right. always investigating and always getting to the root. That's like they built so many storylines. So I do it tr- absolutely tracks that she was like, we're going to uh, figure this out. Yeah, I don't. They apparently pinpointed who it was. Now there God. was, I'd say at least twelve people around them in that in that like <laughs> corner like circular booth. And I'll never know who it was. No, but I, 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 I this is a story that I have, I have cherished, uh, and it's, a it's, one, it's good, wonderful story. I'm grateful to whoever the mystery offender was yes. and their loose bowels or yes. whatever it was happening in their body. I'm grateful for it because it means I get to hear this story. Uh, Honestly, they probably saved me because there was like no way I, I was going to end up with point, Kim Kardashian. I think she may be was with Kanye at that point because he they were like kind of it was the 10 year anniversary of my dark twisted fantasy and she posted like the love letters and poetry that he wrote her and that was a that was 10 years ago Right, right. Where he drew a stick figure with giant boobs. Yes, yep. yes. and she was, she was like, I saw that's that. the guy. That's the guy. Now I misspelled a word, I believe. Misspelled oh, multiple yeah. words. A yeah, couple. a few words. Yeah. Yeah. Multiple words. I, you know, listen. If you've ever texted me, it's a disaster. But I, no. a handwritten card is a, another thing entirely. <laughs> I will say, I'm, I'm going to be competitive with you now because. You, it sounds like you made her laugh harder than I made her laugh, and so I will. I'm going to try to get out there in front of her again. Uh, I'm telling you, head thrown back, Ugh. hand on the shoulder, jealous, cackle, Surre- like stopped, Ugh. like stopped, like the even the security team knew. Okay, this is okay. Oh. You know what I mean? They're like she's enjoying this. This I could even, have been the I one. I even, you know, like now I'm embellishing, but I even want to say that like one of the the first security guy was like, "Move back, move back," and I was like, "Hey, I gotta tell you, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta live with myself." I, I what is what is determined person i'm so impressed with you how steely you are to want to make it you gotta write that wrong you can't let that be that's well, how you ab- make it in hollywood baby no could not yeah <laughs> anyway that that's it that's the story that's oh, the one i God. hope it lived up to your expectations it really oh. really did it got i like i feel it physically i feel i felt every waft i felt all uh, of it. That was a joy. Thank you so for sharing that with I, us. I thank you for letting me share. I do have a question that I've been curious about because mm-hmm. my sister said at the time, "Oh, they talk. She, they talk. They joke about poop and pee stuff all the time." Now, does this to you guys add up to the character you've mentioned? Yes, she's a detective and all this stuff, but does the fecal stuff add up? Because that's what my sister said before she sent me. She gave me the green light to go back over there. In that, they're, pretty op- they're an open family. Like we've watched them all give birth. They're very, they're they're not squeamish, and there's they're always very, shit bo- involved like in birth, stuff. right? <laughs> yeah, they're like they're overall not squeamish. They like 
the sisters have like waxed each other's vaginas on camera like they're just really body whatever and then yeah like courtney famously like pulled her own baby out of uh her body when she gave birth and like there's just there's no yeah they don't care so i i there's it's not as much like poop but i i they they definitely are not weird about body stuff at all no gotcha all All right because i've always as someone who didn't know I was told, oh, they'll think it's funny. And Absolutely. I just wanted to, I wanted no, to know if, you, if, if they you don't still get, have a chance. Yeah. yeah you still <laughs> got a chance. In my yes. No, it, it absolutely tracks for me because yeah, the detective piece of it and that they would be like intrigued by it and not above it at all because that, yeah, they would make that like a storyline on like an old season. Oh, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> I came so close. If only they'd been filming. Uh, I would have had a fucking next cameo time. on Keeping Up. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, my Lord. Uh, you know, well, life is still, we're all still young. Yes. There's still a chance that maybe Kim and I will end up together. I'm rooting for you guys. I gotta I say. The sun is the- really set on Kanye for me. So this is, this is a moment I think for you to really uh, wedge yourself in there. I would say. I'll just be like, send her DM, be like, remember, I was the guy who did not shit his pants. <laughs> I bet she would remember. I think she has a very good memory. I, I was thinking that. I was like, I bet you she would remember this. I, a Golden I a, Globes? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. She's a, I was impressed. She's nice. She was cool. She's cool. <laughs> I know we're mad. I know we're mad at her right now, but she was fucking cool. Those five <laughs> sentences? the best yes (laughs) forever redeemed (laughs) (laughs) oh god that was great uh michael tell everyone where to check you out uh you can uh just check out our podcast if you like a funny feeling and you wish you had more funny feeling every week you can just listen to bigfoot collectors club and we'll give you that uh it's on every podcast app that's it and then uh follow me on mcmills with two z's on instagram and and twitter i guess i don't really tweet that much i'm bad at it but i i do post pictures of my dog and stuff on on instagram so uh that's where i am yeah thank you for coming on for my birthday treat to tell me that (laughs) happy birthday marcy (laughs) i will text you tomorrow is there a famous person that you share birthday with that i Okay, so I will post something on Instagram <laughs> about Chrissy Teigen. Yes. And then maybe I'll maybe I'll text you on Tuesday. Yeah, you could do Chrissy Teigen or uh Winston Churchill or whoever, <laughs> either of those people. I mean, Chrissy Teigen's kind of a Kim K. Yes. I mean, they're, they're, yeah, they're friends. Like, I, they're yes. in the same realm for sure. A hundred percent. And and uh uh I, I don't think I have any famous like presidents or prime ministers, but I I'll tell you the real queen of October twenty first, we'll be honest, is Carrie Fisher. Oh, Carrie Fisher. Oh, that's as a far good, as I'm yeah. concerned. Guess what? You don't have to share it with her anymore. Oh, Marcy. <laughs> I have an action figure of her up somewhere. Nope. She lives on there. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you so much, ladies. I would love to stay and listen to this episode, but I'll just uh, listen like Let's... all the people at home are uh, on my podcast app. Yes. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you, Michael. Michael. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. For many of us, the holidays will look different this year. I know for me, I'm hanging out with my cats at home. <laughs> Family and friend reunions might not be the same, but that shouldn't stop us from feeling close. That's why I'm giving my loved ones the most meaningful gift this year, a chance to tell their story and share memories using StoryWorth. 
StoryWorth is an online service that helps your loved ones share stories through thought-provoking questions about their memories and personal thoughts. It's a fun new way to engage with family, especially those you can't see in person. I have a friend who um, has, well, now her baby's a year old, but I gave her StoryWorth because I thought it could be a really cool thing to give her daughter as she gets older. Just the stories of her mom's childhood, first jobs, first loves, all of it. Every week, StoryWorth emails your family member different story prompts, questions you've never thought to ask, like, what's a small decision you made that ended up having a big impact on your life? And if you could see into the future, what would you want to find out? Reading the weekly stories is fun and makes your family feel close, even if you're not together. After one year, StoryWorth will compile all your stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book that's shipped for free. I think this is such a great idea, especially in our technology-focused age, that eventually, what's going to happen to our Instagram? But a book is something that we can pass down for generations. Give your loved ones the gift of spending time together wherever you live with StoryWorth. Get started right away with no shipping required by going to storyworth.com slash carditionit. You'll get $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash carditionit for $10 off. Okay. Mm, we're back. Thank you, Michael. Oh, that was <laughs> so fun. Uh, what a treat. What a treat. What a delight of a man. What a fun thing to have a guest. <laughs> My very best friend Michael McMillan. <laughs> I feel like it sounded like we weren't friends, but we are actually friends. We're definitely friends. I think everybody could tell you're real friends. We're good friends. <laughs> <laughs> and you can tell because of uh, the tenor of the voice. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm friends with someone who knows Alexander Skarsgård. Alex, Alex, just uh, casually. Oh, how fun! Cash. So Alex um, is next to me. Oh, uh, God! I so wouldn't be fun. like, what did he smell like? How big I is he? Know. But I know how big he is because I've seen him around uh, that area where yes. we were talking about screaming at people. Yes, and uh, actually, Frank I've Franklin. screamed at him. Now that what? I think of it, what? I have screamed at that man. <laughs> Why? I, mm, it's a complicated story that I will tell you later. Okay. Because it wasn't about him. It was about someone he was with. And I'm not trying to like tell nobody's business like that. So <laughs> very um, fair. But let's just say Hollywood's small town. Anyway, let's get into this recap. Great. So uh, we are doing vintage recaps, uh, continuing with season five. This is episode five. I didn't get the title. It's called Botox and Cigarettes. Oh, very, very creative. Very creative. Very creative. Uh, and we have two stories, essentially. One is, hey, does Chris still smoke? <laughs> yes. And the other one is, should Kim get Botox? And it's so crazy because <gasps> these things live with us every day now. <laughs> I... I th yes this is a real snapshot in time <laughs> yes 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 um I guess we just go through Chris first yeah let's start with Chris uh, so we, we, have, go we have cleaning out the pantry of Chloe Chris Caitlin's there uh Chloe is having her first bout of close CD on Ugh, the on the show but charming 
this is the beginning of her like whole like organizing uh, everyone's pantries, right? I was thinking this, yeah, that we're really seeing it manifest. These are the early yeah. days. And seeing Chris Jenner have 17 spatulas felt so nice and comforting to me because I have so many as well. <laughs> it made me, yeah, it made me wonder, like, maybe that's why this family is so obsessed with, like, especially Chloe, obviously, like, minimalism. Like, maybe Chris, before she got rich and got all, you know, it, maybe her natural style is a bit hoardy and a bit, like... Uh, and certainly not to me, but like more like cluttered and that they're all reacting to that. But it's also just what modern aesthetic looks like, too. Also, I have a problem with that where I buy too many of the things because I'm like, well, I don't ever want to be without the thing that I now just because like, I was too. poor for so long, I think. Yeah. You're I, like, well, I better just get it. I know I like it. I know I want it. Do we think that's what happened with Chris that she was poor for a brief stint? Yeah, probably. Or not poor, but just like not poor. rich for... And so she's like, I have to have everything now. And I have to have 10 of everything. Give me every spatula. Um, And then, so Chloe's in the pantry and she finds hidden in a bread container, some cigarettes, not just any cigarettes, (laughs) 100s. Those are the long ones, guys. Oh, I had a phase of, I would smoke Capri's and 100s and they're so, I recommend them. If you only want like, just the daintiest sliver of a cigarette. Um, they're really fun uh, and very goofy looking. But you yes. know, cigarettes are like jumping on trampolines at a certain age. It just doesn't feel like it's going to end up okay. <laughs> like No, these days you, are long. Those are long behind me. Um, I used so, to smoke the blues, the blue box of marble marbles. What are those? Are those menthol? They were not quite menthol, but, uh, but, they were minty <laughs> minty interesting yes, they were minty but not menthol i don't know what the difference was but i smoked them put it, put it straight in my lungs um uh, it's very funny chris saying it was for guests and then chloe being like no way and then in her confessional chris goes i take a little break for myself and have a little glass of wine and have a little cigarette <laughs> I love how quickly we get the true confession here. Uh, and it, you know, it's a funny. A little, little wine, a little sick. <laughs> and it, it was funny because it was like the, the way this story kind of gets rolling is, is it kind of was almost um, laid out as this like very casual sort of little uh, stealing away a moment for herself, you know? Yeah. And, and then it kind of quickly became a much bigger thing. But I mean, when it comes to smoking, I get it. But um, but yeah, we yeah. find out that, but it is every night, which is a habit. <laughs> it seems like more than every night too, because in the next scene with uh, Courtney, uh, Kylie, Kim, and Caitlin, or is it Chris? I don't know. Um, sometimes I start writing all the K names and then I get confused. <laughs> but Chris has already, oh, yes. she's, she's snuck another cigarette. And so Courtney is like, will not let her hold Mason. Kylie is spraying her with air freshener. Oh, they and- shame her so badly. Uh, for when she comes back in and say she reeks and yeah, won't let her hold Mason and are demanding. She go take a shower. <laughs> yes. And then Caitlin's like, just do it, Chris. <laughs> it's like a shower is like not that casual. It's a big to do. <laughs> so Courtney is determined. She's going to make Chris quit smoking. Um, okay. Then we have 
the next scene. All right. So it's nighttime. We got Chris, Kylie, Courtney, and Kendall. They're back at it again. They're back at it. Mom so shaming. <laughs> Chris is just like, I just gotta go for a little outside for a second. A little Pours something. herself a hefty pour a big glass of wine. It's so funny because that wine, the glass looked normal, but I heard a lot of glug, 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 glug. That's what glug, I mean. Glug, it glug. was like- like they like she must have drank that glass and done another one like <laughs> while they were filming this scene like, yes absolutely and she and she and they're kind of like razzing her like she's like you guys are making me sound like i have a problem and courtney's like right because you do um and did you see kendall eating that apple with the biggest knife like just slicing no, the apple notice. and then putting the knife up to her mouth and eating it like she's a biker <laughs> That's like the famous one of the famous scenes in um, Hand That Rocks the Cradle with Rebecca uh, DeMornay. You know, she does that with that. Why apple have slice. we been talking about why Rebecca DeMornay? So okay, it's let's my, talk about guarding just one more say, time. It's, it's, that's, these are the new. It's, this is how we'll figure out our next podcast. It'll be like a hybrid Rebecca DeMornay guarding <laughs> test podcast. And we'll Charlie see how McLean, long we can. Rebecca DeMornay. <laughs> we can't stop talking. We can't. Uh, so yeah, she's drinking wine and they're like, first comes wine, then comes cigarettes. So she promises them that she's going to stop smoking for a full month starting tomorrow. Tomorrow. Which is never how things start. No. Things never start tomorrow. They all they can start now, but they can <laughs> never start tomorrow. That's you know what I mean? Very wise. Those are very wise words. Um, yeah. Yeah, so she she gets her little wine, she gets her little cig, and she goes outside to have her quiet moment. And what do these daughters get up to but some classic hijinks? They fill, like, bowls of water and a watering can. It's a <laughs> yeah. lot of water. It's like, a lot of water. They have a lot of water, and I, they go upstairs. Courtney, in this scene in the kitchen... She looks amazing. She I don't know. Great. She looks so young. I don't know what it is. Like she just looks like yeah, she's maybe really glowing. She's, maybe she gets to like pour water on someone and that's really exciting <laughs> for her. I don't know. I don't know. But they go upstairs and they see Chris like a like a dirty little smoker outside of a bar. She's smoking on their like porch of their house that is not the one you see on the show. As we learned, I know now it's all I can think about when we watch <sighs> these scenes. And they Where just douse they? her. They fucking douse they her. Douse this bitch. Like she it's like it's the dunk tank at yeah. the carnival. She is absolutely soaked. It is great. unbelievable. And it's very funny. And it's she, like the ice bucket challenge. It's very funny. And she goes absolutely wild and is stomping through the house. <laughs> and it's they great. continue to throw water at her. I love it. And she has her little bangs all down flat. She looks great. It's great. <gasps> Wait, did you see the throwback video that Velvet Coke posted this week? Oh, of, no. Did you of, post it or somebody posted it and I didn't get to. I my phone was it. broken. So this was the least Instagram. I, I like couldn't scroll Instagram. <sighs> oh, I got. I had to get well, a new phone today. That's a blessing, too. It was but, interesting to see what life feels like <laughs> if you can't go on Twitter and Instagram. I can't lie. It's Chris learning self-defense and oh, she has oh, the best like um demi Moore bob it <gasps> looks it's like because her hair is always short but it's like very good demi Moore bob it's great. i love that haircut like if i i've could pull, wanted it if i if i could pull off that haircut 
uh, that kind of like bowl bob. Oh, I um, think we both can and we should after this because uh, we're doing the long hair now. So what I happens know. after long hair? I know something. I've had a real urge to chop. I've been thinking about it. I mean, my hair is like yours is long. Yours is really long. Yours is longer. Yours is longer. But mine is we're getting close to my natural waist and high waisted -waisted pants only. But (laughs) mine hits uh, more my high waisted pajama pajama pants are. Is this interesting, everybody? (laughs) Yeah. um, It's just one thing that is interesting. I'm thinking of going blonde after this. (gasps) Oh, my God. This got, I got okay. this that, virgin hair. Just rip it all up. You know what I mean? Oh my God, Marcy. Have you, you have gone blonde before for right? a day, a for day. a day. I accidentally, was it was an accident. It was bad. It was an accident. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I had to go, I went back really dark right after I was like, whoops, that was, that was a mistake. What's well, so cool. I feel like for everyone now is you can see what you would look like so much better. Like all the filters are so good. Yeah, it's really hard though because it still looks filtery. But yeah. like, if you like, it's it's better than because I've yes. Anyways, we'll save this for another time. Anyway, when I have blonde hair, I'll show everybody. Um, there you okay. go. So it's the next scene. Um, we're at Chris's house again. Courtney and Kendall are talking to Caitlin. Caitlin's like, huh, I saw her smoking this morning. <laughs> Obviously, it didn't work. <laughs> so Courtney has this great idea. She's like. Okay, what if we pretend Kendall started smoking and everyone is like, no, 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 no. Everyone is immediately so upset. Like Kendall's like, I don't think so. And Caitlin's like, that's a terrible idea. (laughs) No. (laughs) But Courtney's explanation of like what she's thinking, she's like, they're not even cigarettes. They're honey rose. It's honey and marshmallow. No, honey. It's not honey and marshmallow. It's not a dessert cigarette. I was like, why does she know so much about these? I mean, I know why. It's because production told her about yes. these cigarettes. But I was like, can, just casually being like, no, they're not, there's no tobacco. It's honey and marshmallow. I was like, I have never heard of whatever you are talking about. <laughs> I mean, I know that um, in like the theater, because you couldn't smoke cigarettes inside, they'd be like, yeah, get those um, herbal ones that aren't yeah, real. Yeah, I've heard of herbal I just That's never... what this is. This is this is honey and marshmallow. They're not called. They're called honey rose, and they are made with one of the things is marshmallow. But marshmallow, not the dessert, the weed, the little like marshmallow. Oh, like, oh, I see. Okay, so she's just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Which we know. I was laughing because before this part where she suggests it, when. Caitlin is like, I smelled it. I, yeah, she was smoking this morning. How quick the way that Courtney, the like cutting way that she says, that's disgusting. <laughs> I lost it. She says it like three times. She's like, oh, that's disgusting. And I was Look, like, can you imagine having that wielded at you? I would crumble. <laughs> I understand where Courtney is coming from if we want to just deep dive into it. If you think about it. Her father died of esophageal cancer. Yes, this is true. This is important. And she's very anti-cancer because it took away the only parent she respected. Yes, this is I, absolutely. Did um, I say esophageal right? You did great. You did great. I almost great. said this, this esophageal. You esophageal. did it. Don't even second guess yourself. You nailed it. Ooh, you did guys. great. So. You know, I'm older. I'm wiser today. Uh, it's my birthday. So uh, I'm not 
gonna let it ruin my year um there you go yeah so they so the plan is hatched uh and it sounds like they're like uh, and kendall's finally like yeah it could be what does she say like it could be a wake-up call you know she'll yeah. see the ramifications of this her actions kendall's big moment can huge you huge stepping Kendall, up to play can you handle this storyline and kendall's like i think i really can so <laughs> but it's, it remains to be seen at this point so we we go to the cigarette store kendall's like Courtney's like, stay in the car because you cannot be in a smoke shop because you're not old enough to smoke cigarettes. Okay, sir, I need a cigarette for a 14 year old. It's like, what is this? Is this a is this like a sting operation? It's a catch a predator. I don't think you can do that. What? How you can't be like, all right, what kind of beer did toddlers like? Uh, she gets her beloved marshmallow and honey cigs. And she's shocked as hell that it doesn't come with a hot cocoa. <laughs> <laughs> then this next scene. Oh, my God. The way this is shot, the panic and like craziness. Yes. Of, so Courtney's got the cigs. She's back she's, at the house. Yes. The operation is happening now. It's happening. Uh, she lights it. And it is so funny. This thing is being treated like a grenade. Yes. <laughs> like she doesn't it, know how to hold it. She's like, oh, and Caitlin's like, get out of here with that. It stinks. They're, they're like, truly this thing. And, and I understand we're showing a child smoking. It's gross. But it is so funny. Like, Kendall is is truly holding it like it's going to it's going to kill her. Yeah. Uh, and she, they send her, go, go, get out of here. And they send her to the backyard so that they can get Chris to spot her. Yes. <laughs> so Chris goes out there and does spot her. Kendall does great. She doesn't try to take a drag. She immediately stomps it out, which is smart. That yes. someone that's a good instinct we because you know a lot of people might play it wrong and be like oh i need to take a drag it's like no no no, no. hide it that and makes that sell it when when she oh because she's a model in her bones she had that like model slouch lean going of like it looked i gotta say pretty natural it looked natural yeah like she was so, chilling with her sig and then got caught and stomped it out it was amazing to watch Chris go off, though. Chris, Chris goes off, and this is the part of the plan that Kendall did not prepare herself for. She was not prepared to be yelled at. No. Because you could tell when her mom is actually yelling at her, because Kendall probably doesn't get in a lot of trouble. Mm-mm. Her mother is screaming at her, uh, and Kendall goes, okay okay and like just walks away like she's like done she's like i don't know why the fuck i let producers talk me into this I shit thought so too. now she i'm was getting like, in trouble and i'm gonna be <laughs> i thought the same that she was like uh and did not know her mom was gonna go for the emmy <laughs> yeah but then you know she her mom talks to her in the room and she's like you know it's kind of like oh no she no it's chris talking to caitlin yeah chris and caitlin and chris is like can you believe this and she's like yeah it's kind of like what you do you hypocrite <laughs> then she gives her the lecture about parents lead by example mm-hmm. i mean uh, you can never look caitlin i'm sure we know has a lot of flaws but i will say you really see it year after year after year on the show that parenting is like the 
absolute cornerstone of everything she's about. And you really see it in these episodes in this era with, with how, how I believe it is, is it always feels very real to me. Absolutely. Like the, how much she is obsessed and with, with strong parenting. And I think it's really important and it's very cool to remember what it was like to see at the time, this matriarchal family and a father really, um, caring and pushing being on the, the nurturer yeah, yeah. on fatherhood you know caitlin's be- never sold out her kids no no <laughs> or her stepkids whereas chris would sell you up a river so fast <laughs> but um but yeah so we i always find these scenes of which there are many when caitlin is in the right when it comes to parenting yes um, And we saw it a lot with like, yeah, anyways, it's very common, but I find them very touching because I find it very sincere and it's really her wheelhouse. Yeah. Um, And she's like, yeah, you're setting a really bad example for our kids. And it's like pretty hard to argue it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Then we have, yeah, Kendall's on the phone with Courtney and she's like, oh my God, I'm so mad that you guys made me do this. (laughs) Chris walks in, she's like, I'll tell you what I said to her later. And then there's like a heart to heart. Chris doesn't immediately know. I think she could tell that like Kendall doesn't know how to play the scene now. Yes, I think you're right. I think Kendall got a bit lost. Like that there was she got her she feelings hurt. Yeah, and she wasn't prepped well enough, and so she's just like yeah, kind of floating through these scenes after this. Yeah. But uh, but she yeah, Chris apologizes to her. She realizes that she was teaching her a lesson and it was funny because the language was so on the nose um chris goes it definitely scared me straight and i was mm-hmm. like it's truly written like an after school special mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but it's a mother to a daughter it's um, great and then it wraps up with you know chris is starting to chew nicotine gum she's like it's like a glass of wine and a cigarette rolled into one <laughs> i was like do I got to get a nicotine gum? <laughs> yeah, I mean, am I, would I be saving giant, giant piles of money? This made me laugh so hard, too, because she did the thing that her family asked. She's quitting smoking. She's on the nicotine gum. And they still roast her first. Yes. Like, Chloe, well, they're, not, they're so they're mean. mean. They're so they're mean. mean. They're such a mean family. She's like, ew. Chloe's like, does your breath smell like tobacco? And they're just like. It's like, hey, how about a little encouragement to which Caitlin does and says, let's yes. applaud your mom. Yes. Um, and then she ends the episode with saying, OK, I'm going to go chew my cigarettes now. <laughs> Funny. Bla- bless her. Like it. OK, now we're going to the, the more comical storyline, <laughs> which is Kim oh, getting pure fiction. <laughs> Kim getting Botox. Oh, so, a horrible one time <laughs> instance. <laughs> this is such a funny setup to the scene. And it's so gross because of their real problem with dating children. Yes. But, there's Kim Kendall and Chris and we're talking about the shoot she did in the Bahamas with Justin Bieber and he's six years old and the tabloids 16, are calling 16. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god my heart just stopped I was like oh my god. it's not okay it's not, a, it's not okay it's not either good. way but 16's not good but it's better than six we can all agree that six. having a crush on a 16 year old is a little less criminal than a six year old <laughs> oh i god, apologize I, uh, I should put a trigger warning on this now <laughs> <laughs> okay 
<laughs> yes. So she's done a photo shoot in the Bahamas. It's when Bieber uh, is 16 and apparently photos surfaced um, on the tabloids and it was framing of the two of them and it framed it as as Kim lusting and made jokes about her being a cougar. And so they're roasting is it, her. Isn't this when Courtney meets Bieber for the first time and then dates him a couple years later? I, well, I mean, she definitely dated him later in his 20s. But I think uh, this is like around the time that like Courtney is like, this is what I thought was interesting about this is that actually in the Kardashian family out of her. No, she's the only one who's not like a cougar who's not dating children. Right. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Chris Humphreys was a little younger than her, I believe, but just a little. Yes, because Chris and Corey, uh, Tristan and Chloe. Also, if you think about it, Scott's a, a decent amount younger than Courtney. For sure, considerably. And he dates teenagers. Um, Chloe, Tr- yeah, Tristan's in his twenties, or maybe he's thirty now. But like, there's a good no, difference. No, no, uh, he's 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 definitely, I think, still in his twenties. But is yeah. is com- especially at least comparatively, they they do yeah. date younger men for sure. So, uh, um, and then it is funny that Kim is the only one who hasn't really. She does say if he was only eighteen, which is always a warning, guys. That's a red flag. That yes. shoots right up. That's that's going to get so. cut out of the twenty twenty edit. Uh, <laughs> no matter if you're a woman, you're not. You're going to get a producer that's going to say, you know what? Let's take that one again Look, uh, without that line. I'm not watching the teacher, but it seems wrong. <laughs> Are you watching the teacher? No, but uh, I was curious about it. I'm not a yeah. I'm not. I'm probably not going to watch it. Um, but we learned <laughs> we learned that Kim is not even 30. She's 29. Yes. Um, and here she is getting dragged as a cougar because of this whole thing. And it's it's not sitting great with her. Yeah. The dragging happens for a long time. This is like very much a bullying episode. Yes. Oh, next- this is a cruel, cruel uh, episode that there should be a lot of lessons learned. So the ladies all go to lunch at Stanley's. I don't even know where that is. Jess, do you know it? No, I didn't. I I was not. These are all kind of cafes that I, yeah. as opposed to this was like during the kind of outdoor cafe days. Yes. Uh, but no, I didn't. I don't know Stanley's. They're coming back, you know. I know. Uh, they, yeah. they were ahead of the trend. <laughs> but Chloe says she said i thought one of the craziest things i've ever heard she says wild i know why did you give him that pacifier about mason it's hideous (laughs) a hideous pacifier so just to everybody clothing choice and so everybody understands chloe is passing judgment on the aesthetic of a pacifier for a one-year-old baby a baby (laughs) a A baby. baby then we get to one of the worst exchanges on this show I would say I put it in the the higher echelon of like just cruel, damning evidence of uh, fucked upness. Yeah, we, it w- it's one of those things that like if it were said to me in real life by a family member, I guess it would haunt me my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it starts with Chris yoinking boink, a little gray hair off of her daughter, 29 year old Kim Kardashian's head he's like oh i found a gray hair (laughs) and then not to be a victim kim says 
Oh, is it Thanksgiving? Because I see a little gobble, gobble, and then she fingers her mother's throat. (laughs) Gets her right under the chin. Uh, One of the worst parts of the body to have pointed out. Oh, boy. And then Chris, certainly not going to take it lying down, having been fingered. (laughs) Having her on camera. Her gobble was fingered. Yeah, <laughs> she she points out to her twenty nine year old daughter. She certainly has a bit of crinkles around her eyes. Oh, she really got a lot of crinkling going on around her eyes. And then uh, then it gets worse from there because Chris is like, "You need Botox," uh, and everyone's like, "No, you're crazy." And she's like, "Well, Courtney, you could actually use some filler under your eyes." <laughs> I was like, "Why?" She was on your side, I think. <laughs> It's one of the most tragic scenes. Uh, it is like Shakespearean. Also, all it does is make me as a viewer go, oh, I should get something done too. Oh my God. It is. You're looking it's at. so toxic. You're looking at like some of the most beautiful people in history. I mean, we just heard the story. Uh, Kim Kardashian is i mean yeah you, we don't need to point she's talk about it. more beautiful than alexander skarsgård if you can believe it <laughs> it's like and i can't i've seen him he's beautiful and again i always say this this is not uh, this podcast is not uh plastic surgery shamey i'm all about it yeah. uh it's but it is like this when it's rooted in this when it's yes. rooted in like when it's rooted in uh, shaming and yes. and and being told and taught to hate your face and and to be scared of your value and worth as you age as a woman that is where you see like the toxic piece of yeah, it so absolutely. it's it's a nasty little scene and it literally ends with chris continuing to like hunt for gray hairs on kim's head and what's Kish. amazing is like then the next scene is kim going to get a consultation for botox but let me tell you i noticed chris jenner in her confessional, definitely got that chin taken care of. Oh, yes. Oh, I, I'm absolutely. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It's like, it's also performative. It's such a yes. strange decision to even open up this storyline for so many reasons. I so- think they just didn't know. They just didn't know how far things would go. Yes. It's just like, it's, it's just funny. They would paint themselves into this box, you know, yes, like why this even Botox touch box. It? <laughs> this boat. Yeah. I tried to do it. Um, boat so they go, talks. I know I was like, but talks, talks. Yeah. That works. So they um, go to Dr. Kasabian. Not- I sort of shocked that Kim brought Chloe shocked for sure. I also was surprised. These are, this is definitely ahead of the, um, uh, Epione skincare doctor or nurse Jamie days Doctor well, Diamond. It makes sense. This guy. Yes, <laughs> we see yeah. what happens. But exactly, it's so a short run. <laughs> she's getting her. You know, he's like, oh, you're 19. Oh, okay, I oh. can see where I can fix you up real good. He's like doing the classic like flattery, but also I see a lot of things that you need to really think about. Yes, uh, but it, yes, if it were me, we could definitely fix all these problems. Yeah. <laughs> So she says, we'll start with Botox and see where it takes us. And I laughed and laughed and laughed, <laughs> Jessica, because I was like, boy, does it, it takes us, it, it makes us so much money. It's, you, you should see what happens to Kylie because of your Botox. I mean, the, the, this is the moment. This is truly the opening of Pandora's box. Especially, it must be pointed out that as the story progresses, especially Chloe is part of this storyline because she is so adamantly against it. 
She is so adamantly against her sister She's getting like, Botox. She's like, just have people draw your face different. <laughs> um, so then we go to the Botox apartment appointment. Uh, not apartment. Oh, it please. There. Huh, it's a little apartment. <laughs> so she goes, I'm here to get rid of these wrinkles once and for all. And I was like, that's not how it works. <laughs> I know. I know. I will say, I... I was not sure I believed that uh, they hadn't gotten Botox before. It just felt unlikely. Um, but then there were moments like that. And I was like, yeah, maybe actually. Yeah. And she declined her numbing cream. Also, I was like, should you not take your makeup off when you get a needle in your they face? They usually. So, okay. I've had Botox. <gasps> I can talk about this. And I don't mind sharing a first. You can talk about this. I can talk about this. I Man, have we made done it. it. I did it. <laughs> You did it. Um, I have done it. I've. I think it's important to share these things. Uh, I'll answer any questions about it. Um, and yeah, it's 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 it. You they like you definitely don't generally. I think I've never had numbing cream, but and then they yeah they usually just like wipe down. You know, yeah, like they like wipe it themselves. At my so, dermatologist, I've run into people I know who have just had it done, and boy, they're never happy to say hello. <laughs> no, because it's like tiny little dots and yeah, like and little blood. blood, and like and I, it's unmistakable. It's yeah. like uh, there's no way around it. It's like it's so funny because I like didn't think of it because I'm not I don't know like there are certain things about like the the world of women that I. I'm just late to the party. So I don't know how to like judge women the same way that we're supposed to for like how they look. <laughs> I think it's cause I didn't grow up as like a classically beautiful person. So I'm not being like, mm, let me dissect other women and how they look. I'm more, more about personality flaws that hurt more. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I ran into someone and they were like, had the, like a frozen balloon on their face, like oh, <laughs> yeah. a balloon of ice or whatever. Oh, someone and- you knew. Yes, it was a coworker, yeah. and she was like, "Oh, I never <laughs> talks." And I was like, "Oh, I honestly, I mean, I got that like uh, redness reducing that um, laser thing, and I was like, I had black, purple bruises all over the place. I was like, this is insane. It was like a dalmatian. I mean, that's why to be. I that's why it's important. I think to be like, it's not about shaming, and it's I I I just always want to know. I want to. Yeah. I'm. I like the idea of knowing if, and at a certain point, my curiosity usually gets to me. Um. But yeah, it's also just like again, not rooted in a a lunch I had with my mom where she, you know, pulled gray hairs off my head and Uh, told me I was worthless. (laughs) My dad has definitely grabbed my face and said, you're rosacea. You need to get that looked at. And which is actually what I got the lasers to tone down, but it doesn't help with the actual like painful part of rosacea. It just tones. Rosacea, it's been, you know, it's really funny because I have had that I I have my, my cheek is having a twitchy twitch. yeah and my hands like my my hands when i get stressed out they like turn into like this th- like this part of my pointer finger turns into like the roughest most like grizzled man hand really? it's like an, it's an eczema response i think oh i see okay 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 um but it like gets so like hard and dry right there and i i should like and the same thing i've been having bad rosacea as well oh. and i was like why oh it's because terrible stress does that possibly <laughs> it's like what we we're talking about like i've had so many weird things i had like cold sore canker sore weird flare-ups like just so many strange little body things and i kept being like what is it and i was like oh <laughs> 
Oh, life, current life. My is, existence, my current existence is why. That's why that's happening. So funny too, because I was just telling my therapist this morning, although she didn't let me get away with it, that I was our therapist. Uh, I was like, I'm having a great week. I feel like really good. And then, uh, and then she oh, made me cry. I always know when I come in, when I, the higher <laughs> I'm flying, <laughs> the harder I'm crashed. I like literally <laughs> have to like lay in my bed for two hours at the therapy. It's ruins every Sunday. Uh, <laughs> I've learned to never be like, I'm having a good week or I'm in oh. a good mood. Cause it's she's like, like, really? What was that right there? And I was like, it's the twitch. <laughs> I, I literally, she said, what was that emotion right there? And I go, it's, Oh, I should have told you. I thought you were going to say something. I have a little twitch in my cheek. And she's like, okay, if that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a twitch uh you know yeah i thought you would say something I'm having like a great that. week <laughs> <laughs> but it's so funny because i will tell myself i'm feeling fine and then my body's like no we're not that's we're not. i couldn't relate to anything more i'm like having such a good week and it's like fully a full sore exploding on my face <laughs> like okay uh, so so she's getting botox uh and, or she decides she's gonna she's gonna do it and she, so well, yeah she's in the middle of it she's she, getting needles in her face i don't want to see it you know yes it's i mean i don't want to see it it's like it's so crazy too her lashes are so wild she's so wild looking it is like yes. pretty wild to see to see the kim's face being like uh attacked in any way but um it's like chloe is a nightmare in this whole scene she's being a piece of shit she's like making fun of her she is just sort of like she's being i think when she got lasik and there was a her eye was actually slid open and chloe's making cracks about it it's so chloe has like such a tick of like just i think she thinks she's being funny and it's not but she yeah she's basically like roasting her for doing it and so they immediately celebrate by going straight out to lunch uh also i don't believe it was the same day she had not to mark on her no yet. there would be like just even the slightest like yeah. puffiness and dots like you yeah. there, there's no way to hide that but and she's yeah. like something's wrong it burns my eyes are watering you're like okay whatever then we cut to a scene of her in the bathtub icing her face <laughs> and she's fucking bruised up and she's got a headache it looks rough she doesn't it does look, look good rough. i was like i it, i was trying to tell <clears throat> if if it was makeup department or if it looked like possible bruising from it and it looked pretty real it didn't <laughs> look like makeup i was like i think she might have actually gotten fucked up on this i think this storyline was built in reverse <laughs> yes i think you're right that's a, that yeah. makes sense that makes sense uh, uh, but also sitting in a bathtub that's warm with ice on your face you're you're fighting two dragons there you know (laughs) it's so funny i love the drama of this and it's like oh it's just this like horrific reaction and it's like yeah she got some bad bruising but it's you know to be fair anytime anything happens to me i'm like oh my god do you see this like i posted a video of my face twitching Well, so and like, especially, I like, can't, t- I can't be like something's wrong with this lady. For and me. it is, I will say, like a needle going in your face with like unknown substance. No matter how <clears throat> common you know it is, no matter how great of a doctor you have, like botulism toxin. It's, but it's like when you think about it, it makes you feel as crazy as you are for doing it uh yes. even though i'm don't believe that but it makes you feel nuts to just feel like needles poking into your face and you're like yeah. it's my face yeah um but then sometimes it 
it makes you feel good. So do you. No. Um, having this, a doctor do a house call. Oh, the the height of sh- of luxury. My dream. Doctor, what is his name? Vaisman? Vaisman? Something. I didn't get his name. He comes over. I would be so... I... I'm so embarrassed for her. And she said she was embarrassed, but to have a doctor come to look at a bruise is truly too, 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 too stupid. <laughs> too and, stupid. He, and he kind of shames her, but in a backhanded compliment, you know, he's like, you, you know, you only do, uh, you, as far as like having things put in your body, you only do that when you need to. And you certainly don't need to in this case, basically saying he's explaining what is cosmetic. I, <laughs> I kind of took it the, I took it a different way though. How? She, she was like, oh, I had an allergic reaction. He's like, you did not have an allergic reaction. Yeah. I took but, it that way too. But he's like, you know, sometimes your body reacts. Obviously you don't need to do this, but it's not something you can't do. I think he was doing the I exact see. thing the other doctor was doing. Was like, you must be 19. I think actually we could do something here, here. <laughs> he was just like, um, you're not allergic. So you can do it again if you want. Not that you need to. I see, That's I how see. I took it. But I, I can see that too. I can see that. I think either way, it was definitely like he got in a little compliment. Yeah. You don't need to. But, but ultimately, she was we learned to, that it's yeah, just bruising. She, she was trying to pretend like she was not going to ever do it again. He's like, come on, man. You, I know you're going to. I know, I know you're, you're going to. And to that effect, uh, we get this last scene where it dovetails with the, the earlier part where Chris was chewing her nicotine gum and the family's roasting her in the kitchen. Kim enters. They haven't seen her since her disastrous Botox <laughs> Uh, situation and they're like oh oh there she is and she's like I'll never do this again ever at least not until I'm like 40 yeah but the way the shit they say to her Courtney goes you look like a a cartoon version of yourself and then Caitlin's like I can't tell a difference I'm sorry she's like well your eyes are old <laughs> it's really like, nasty these people really nasty it's like a horrible the big like sit sit commie wrap up and on both ends like they shame chris and they shame kim even though they're like technically agreeing with like what everybody was saying yeah. about it and it's such a funny way to like end something like we hate you still <laughs> like cool this family rules i don't know what she, courtney meant by you look like a cartoon version of yourself i was like what is that she, mean? yeah i couldn't really tell because she also just had a lot of makeup on so i don't know but i, I think know. one thing we do know is that kim has definitely gotten more work i mean just <laughs> two nights ago she had uh an in-home facialist with a bunch of like Ugh. look oh, i he, think she had the led like all the shit all the shit that's what i want i want someone to like she actually is living my dream which is to have someone come wash my face before i go to bed oh what i would do what i my favorite thing when i see celebrities post the when the celebrities post they're like getting facials or any kind of pr- that stuff now like that honestly bothers me more than like mansions and vacations because <laughs> you want it i want it it's closer to me i'm never gonna go to a private island but i did used to get facials oh gosh so. you know i to go to sleep at night i've been watching asmr facials oh what a fun idea. It's great. Send me some. Like, 
Because like you get the like when you watch them get a facial, you can remember what it feels like. I mean, only if you have ASMR, because it's not for me. It's not about sound sometimes. Okay. It's just like, oh, yeah, they're doing the finger thing around your face and I can like Ooh, get yeah. the sensation. I think that would work for me. I'll send you. Um, I'll send you some send tonight some. when we go to bed. We'll Yay! be getting our facials. <laughs> well, um, that's it for this episode. What a fun one. What Long a jam-packed. <laughs> always. Always. Um, this was so fun. Uh, a big thank you to our guest. Michael, uh, check out Bigfoot Collectors Club. What a He's true great. story. <laughs> what a truly wonderful story. Um, just a gentle reminder uh, that on our web on the website, Cardishnet, <laughs> um, a gentle reminder. It sounds like you're about to chastise people. <laughs> I know. I realize it's a little bit of a finger wag. Um, um, that we have merch on sale. I don't know if you knew that, but just want to let you know. It'd be great if you could stop waiting and actually buy the merch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we have a holiday sale with a 15% discount. Um, it runs just through December 1st. So not a ton of time. So not a lot get of it today. Time. It's only today. You can get it today. Don't delay. Um, I, I believe that the, the, the discount may continue, but anything ordered after 12 2 may run the risk of not reaching by holidays. The promo co- code is Cardishinit. Uh, and you can go to our website, Cardishinit.com. Uh, and we have a lot of really cute merch. Uh, I'm really yeah. proud of it. So uh, we release new episodes every Monday. Check out our website. Like I mentioned, Kardashianit.com. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Please rate and review. Check out our Twitter and Instagram and like our Facebook page. Go wish Marcy a happy birthday. I mean, why not? Uh, email us at at gmail.com. Happy birthday, my friend. I love you very much. I'm Thank very glad you. you were born. I love Thanks you. Thanks so much for listening to Kardashianit. Bye. Bye.